This is Teachable Moments with April podcast, and you guessed it, I'm your host, April. If you're a returning listener and a part of the Teachable Moments with April podcast family, welcome back. For those who are checking me out for the first time, well, hello and welcome. To everyone listening, be encouraged and look for the Teachable Moments that are all around us. Enjoy. This is your host, April, from Teachable Moments with April podcast. Today's content is from grunge.com, the truth about bowling's origins as a dark religious ritual. Now, in previous episodes, I have been um, talking about how a lot of times, if not the majority of times, a lot of things that we do every day um, for the majority of our lives we don't really know what the origins of it is, okay? Um, where did it come from? Why do we continue to do it? Um, when something it, uh, challenges us to stop doing it, why can't we stop doing it? Where did it come from? I guess that's what that is. And with uh, different things in the news and in the media um, revolving around bowling alleys, some good and some not so good, it got me really thinking. So I decided to look up what I could find online about bowling or bowling alleys. And this is what I came across. So the article or the blog starts with, for many bowlers, a game of 10 pins is a religious activity. In South Korea, they have the game so seriously and they take it so seriously that bowling alleys are pretty much the only public entertainment spaces in the country that do not serve alcohol. Now, South Korea was also the first to host the sport at the Olympic Games um, um, in 1988 in Seoul. The sport is also widely popular in the United States a country that is home to a whopping 5,000 bowling alleys according to travel and leisure. And personally, I find it kind of interesting that it's 5,000, if not less, because I used to see them all the time. And now where I live, I hardly ever see any bowling alleys. So I wonder where all these bowling alleys are, <laughs> are at. Okay, so the article goes on to say, in Britannica notes, the reference, uh, uh, Britannica um, notes that bowling, uh, bowling's history goes back millennia. And so the sport was naturally un- has undergone a series of changes, which happens with a lot of things, right? Leading to several variations. In addition to the classic 10 pins, including games like five pins, nine pins, duck pins, candle pins, and skittles. In fact, the sport of bowling didn't even start off as a leisure activity at all. Surprise, surprise, right? The first bowlers weren't after strikes or turkeys. They had a much more mystical purpose for bowling a few frames. Now, located in Arlington, Texas, is the International Bowling Museum and Hall of Fame, which honors the sport its history, and the greatest bowlers to ever hit the lanes. The museum states that in the 1930s, while excavating the tomb of a child in Egypt, British anthropologist Sir Flinders Petrie found a collection of toys that he deduced were meant to be used as an early form of bowling. If Petrie was indeed correct, 
Then, the bowling's origins can be traced as far back as 3200 BC. But, a German historian named William Peel believed that bowling originated in its country, in his country, Germany, uh, around the 3rd or 4th centuries AD. And according to Britannica, the stakes were a bit higher than mere diversion back then. It was actually a religious ritual involving the clubs used widely at the time called Kegels normally used for other leisure activities, okay, as well as self-defense, the Kegels were set up at the end of a lane, similar to how pins are used in bowling alleys today. Within the ritual, the Kegels uh, represented the hide, or heathen, uh, parishioners who succeeded in knocking down all the heathen pins with a rolled stone were considered to be cleansed of sin. So while bowling is now a fun activity that brings us together, it was initially meant as an explicitly us and them way of dividing people further along religious lines. Luckily now, it's just a fun way to pass an evening with friends and some delicious snack bar nachos. so I'm still trying to look up to see if I can find any more information about the origins uh, or the history of bowling and I found bestofbowling.com and it was published last year okay by Joshua uh, Francia uh, March 16th and it basically says the same thing more or less about the history of bowling about um, in 1930 the British anthropologist, um, surf lenders, Petrie, um, and other archaeologists that were on his team um, discovered that, you know, the various primitive bowling balls, the bowling pins, and other materials in the grave of an Egyptian boy. Um, then it goes on to say, um, very shortly before the reign of Narmer, one of the very uh, first Egyptian uh, pharaohs that gives a little bit more information. Their discovery represents the earliest known historical trace of bowling. Then it goes on to also talk about the German historian we talked about, uh, William Peel, asserted that bowling began in Germany. Um, and he went on to say um, in this article or this blog that monks would set up the pens, and we, we talked about that, called Kegels, which represented human sins or human, te- uh, human temptations. Uh, and, and they would throw the stones at the pens, thus thinking they can conquer sin, um, their sin. And Kegeling is another term for bowling, even today. Now, another piece of this that doesn't necessarily have to do with anything mystical is that it says that it is believed that King Henry um, VIII bowled using cannonballs. And it says that uh, King Henry also famously banned bowling in 1366 for all but the upper classes because so many working men and soldiers were neglecting their trades. So it became so, like, contagious they couldn't stop playing it that they were neglecting their duties. Then it says after it had got banned, that a Dutch colonist uh, brought bowling to America. 
in the 17th century, and it was regularly played in an area of New York still known as Bowling Green. Then it says bowling at that time was only nine pins, unlike today's 10-pin formation. And that was until 1841 when Connecticut lawmakers uh, made it illegal due to the level of gambling that was being associated with the game. And this law was quickly uh, circumvented by adding an addition pin, which paved the way for today's 10-pin game that we know and enjoy. Now, another interesting part is that bowling was known as a sport frequently played by only men. This began to change as the sport became increasingly regulated, like today, and bowling now is obviously anyone can play. It's a unisex sport, and it's enjoyed by people all over the world. Are you ready to transform your church from a building to a welcoming home? Are you ready to create lasting first impressions? We've been right where you are and have felt the way you're feeling. When you decided to go into ministry, it was because you felt a call to seek and save the lost, to make disciples and to fulfill the Great Commission. It's time to feel encouraged about the importance of what you do and challenged to improve and innovate on how you do it. It's time to learn how to connect with people and make them want to keep coming back. The process to start reaching and keeping is simple. Our focus is on creating welcoming environments for members and guests each weekend. We are here to encourage you. Get ready. First Impressions Conference Fall 2023, coming soon. All right, so we're talking about what are the origins of bowling. So on skilledbowlers.com, they are looking at the history of bowling, and some of the information is just a repeat of in other segments. Then it says in this particular article, let me see specifically who wrote it. Um, okay, in September, it was September of 20, uh, 29, September 29, 2021. Let me see who published it. I don't see anyone's name attached to it. But it goes on um, to say, um, hold on. It repeats basically what the things I said before in the other segments, but it also says diving deeper into the advent of elementary bowling technology, a a head curator of the San Diego Museum of Man, Dr. Uh, Malcolm Rogers, uncovered the rules of something similar in ancient uh, Polynesian uh, game that they had. And it was using elliptical um, bowling balls and flat stone discs. And players attempted to know, to, to, it says no down, nine or ten. But I think it means mow down or hit down nine or ten pins from a distance of 60 feet. The same distance between the foul line and pins in 10-pin bowling. Before modern wooden pins and synthetic options were in use, ancient civilizations worked through many different materials to find the right composition for a pin. 
One basic uh, form of bowling after another cropped up until 40 AD with the actual birth of nine pins and 10 pin bowling not far off. Now, I did find another article and I lost it. They, it also showed that they a particular um, group of people or civilization, um, but I can't find it now. Obviously, they used um, bones, um, animal bones or human bones as the pins. Um, then it brings us back to what we, uh, we talked about in previous segments is nine pins in the birth of modern, uh, bowling and around four AD, uh, modern bowling began in Western Europe. And we talked about this and Paderborn, Germany, and it was a form of bowling was played as a religious ceremony. Now we already touched on that. Um, in the cloisters, the cloisters of cathedrals, okay, parishioners were asked to play and place all the pins given to them on one side of the cloister. Um, these nine pins, as they were called, kegels, um, embodied the heed or heathen spirits. Heathen spirits. Uh, parishioners were then coaxed to roll their bowling balls, sans finger holes. Um, at the heed, which is these heathen spirits. And if they could hit the pins, they are deemed pure of heart and seen as capable of withstanding or slaying these spirits. You were just listening to Teachable Moments with April Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed this episode. We invite you to stay connected with us on the other social media platforms of ours, which is TikTok, Pinterest, Instagram, Threads, and YouTube. Also, we'd like to invite you to check out our official podcast landing page on podpage.com slash teachable moments with April to see all our content in one place and leave personal messages, feedback, and more.